0: Welcome to At First Sound, the first podcast dating show where you, the listeners, get the chance to date the bachelor without ever seeing his face or body pictures. I'm your host, Max Lau, and in each episode, we feature a fabulous gay bachelor searching for love. I know we've all been taught not to judge a book by its cover, but I'm guilty of swiping left many times, like most of you too. As I listen to my favorite podcast, I get very intrigued and attracted by those speaking, and I think to myself, I could date this person without ever seeing his face. So we've decided to do it here so that we all can meet and get to know better an everyday person, a bachelor who has his own stories and history, and we'll find out together what drives him to succeed in life. If you believe in love at first sight, why not love at first sound? Today's bachelor is George, and although we had some audio issues, you'll still be able to get to know him very well. He lives in Oakland, loves to spend time with his dog Cannoli, and binge watches Stranger Things, Handmaid's Tale, and Games of Thrones. He's in his 50s, prefers briefs over boxers, is currently reading Moby Dick, and sometimes enjoys country and western dancing in the city. George, welcome to At First Sound. How are you today?
1: I'm good, thanks. So, George, uh, where did you grow up? For the most part, I grew up in West Texas in El Paso. Oh, really? How, how was your life growing up there? Uh, it was boring as
0: hell. <laughs> Is that why you moved to San Francisco? <laughs> uh,
1: well, actually, I went to school uh, at Texas A&M um, after I graduated from high school in El Paso and then lived in Austin for a few years. And that was fun, um, but, uh, you know, California's the best. So so what made you move to California? It was because of work? Yeah, I um, was working in Texas um, at a public agency. And um, it was a particular project uh, I was working on. We had some consultants from the West Coast were working on it. And so I got to know them. And then when they had a job opening in an office in San Jose, they wanted me to come out and interview. So it was really a really good job offer. So Ashley, what do you do for a living? So I'm an urban planner. I focus on developing long-range plans for transportation infrastructure. Oh,
0: really? So if we have a grievance towards BART, we can email you right now?
1: (laughs) Well, um, uh, fortunately, I'm not in... Uh, that, I guess, uh, that division, okay. that of <laughs> I'm more into engineering and the planning. Okay. Um, yeah, so what I do is very, very long range. Okay. You brought up BART, so an example of what I do is um, I work um, in Santa Clara County. They're responsible for implementing uh, the BART extension to San Jose. Oh, okay. And so I worked on that project starting back in 2000. Oh, wow. uh, Right, before any of it was realized, there's a lot of steps you have to go through, you know, environmental analysis, engineering and design, and and going to get the money from the feds. And so that's kind of what I do is more I work on these. The the initial part of projects that are going to be long range, maybe it'll take, you know, 10 to 20 years to get them built eventually. I know in
0: California it seems like everything that is done it takes forever to be done, right? <laughs> I mean they'll go oh, to yeah. the Bay that's
1: Bridge, right. any construction, it takes forever. It does take forever. There are many different reasons why that happens. But <laughs> they all kind of accumulate.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Is there anything that you don't particularly like about your job? The politics. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: too bureaucratic. <laughs> um, well, you know, I work for a public agency. And so yeah, it should be very bureaucratic, but you know, that's all right. I, I try to keep in my mind the overall goal and that is, you know, what, what I do, I feel matters. Yes. Um, you know, it, and hopefully what I do helps people, you know, live their lives more efficient, you know, effectively. Um, you know, it helps them, helps people.
0: I know you like to read books or watch TV. Um, If there was a fictional character that you really love, um, who would it be and why would you pick that fictional character? It could be anywhere, you know, in in movies, TV shows, or books, anything.
1: The first thing that popped in my head is, you know, Daenerys Targaryen. (laughs) Um
0: Oh! Oh, that's a great character what does that say about you
1: <laughs> you know just kind of plodding along until eventually you know and then things are kind of because in a way you know she just there are so many things she had to go through it's more she is an inspiration as opposed to somebody i would you know i feel like i am uh-huh to be you know it's just that you know she's a, a woman in a man's world basically and she's kicking ass you know <laughs> she's She's, um she's doing okay. when it comes to dating uh, uh, how do you meet them? Do you
0: go online or do you go, do you have uh, those dating apps on your phone? How do you meet uh, guys on uh, nowadays?
1: However way I can um, oh. <laughs> so A lot of the, the guys that I've dated uh, various ways of meeting them. Some of them I have met through like gay social um, organizations. Uh huh. I met one through a gay ski club. Oh. In San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And um, and I met another one through a gay square dancing club. Square dancing. Oh wow. Yeah. I I also like country western dance, so I've met some. At there's a country western a gay country western uh, club called uh, Sundance Saloon in San Francisco. Oh. I've uh, had quite a few dates from meeting guys there. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, but then I don't like to go anymore because I keep running into, you know <laughs> ex-boyfriend.
0: <dead laughs> dated for I want to kill <laughs> <to> them.
1: Wanna
0: trip trip So and so 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 you don't want to bump into them now. So what how 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 are you gonna find more dates then? <laughs>
1: Yeah. And also, I've um, you know, through of course, through the internet. I mean, God, it's kind of easy to meet guys that way. But you just have to be kind of real careful and picky. Yes. About that, or Craigslist. You know, hey, let's be honest. I <laughs> you know Craigslist too. I actually met a boyfriend up from upon Craigslist. Really, you've had luck there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe it started out as good luck, but. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> it became a nightmare. <laughs> and it was like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, but that was almost
0: two years. I was with him for almost two years. So. Oh, that's great. That's really good. So, you, so you've been busy. <laughs>
1: that's right. I have been busy.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, uh, I know you, you're very open about everything. And then, um, so, you know, I'm not sure if you've ever been in China, but in China, you know, people describe themselves as zeros, as bottoms, as pure bottoms, and one as pure top and a 0.5 is versatile, uh, like they can do both. Uh, is in that scale from 0 to 1, where do you fall?
1: <laughs> you know, um, it really depends on the other person, but generically speaking, let's say, I'm a 0.5. Oh, very good.
0: So, you're both. Okay, you're, you're, you're a pure versatile, both bottom and top. Very good. Okay, so that, that means everybody who's listening is, is available, is, is, is compatible. <laughs> that's
1: right. You know, it's like, yeah, why would I want to limit myself? Very good. <laughs> but, you know, to each his own. Quite that's right. That's right.
0: Oh, I forgot to ask you, um, how would your best friends describe you
1: as? A little bitch. A little snarky bitch. Just little. (laughs) Well, just a snarky bitch. Yeah.
0: Really, you don't come across that bitchy so far. Oh, are are, are you are you holding back? Just don't cross me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't hold back. You can be as bitch as you want.
1: You know, really, it it yeah. uh, I'm bitchier with friends. I can get away with it,
0: <laughs> of course. But you don't, you don't sound bitchy at all. Uh, what, what what other characteristics would your friends, your best friends, describe you as?
1: I think they would describe me as having a good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm always like poking fun. Um, unfortunately, I poke fun. It. I'm an equal opportunity. I guess. Um, <laughs> yes. Whatever, poke funner. <laughs> but, <laughs> where you know, but. Especially myself. I mean I love the kind of like poke fun at myself. That's good. Um, self deprecating humor. That's very good, yes. Yeah, right. self deprecating humor. I think they would they would consider me um honest and straightforward a bit to myself, I think a loner. If there was one thing that is in your
0: bucket list that you haven't crossed off yet, what what would it be? Oh, learn a foreign
1: language. Oh really? What language would you want to learn? So I would, I would love to learn Korean because then I would like to go back and and explore Korea much more um, and visit the places where, like, my parents met, where my mom grew up. Um, even though most of her family, you know, immigrated to the United States, so there aren't very many relatives that I know of back in Korea. Uh huh. And so that, I mean, that has nagged me for for years. Um, It's kind of funny because my parents were both fluent in Korean, and um, my dad learned it in the Army. And so they would try to teach me things, and um, my mom once, she just threw up her hands like, you know, you're too stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never remember anything. She came up. (laughs) She wasn't that Mm. blunt, but, you know, kind of. She was more like, you'll never remember anything, so forget about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I used to live in
0: South Korea in Seoul for two years. uh, And that's where my ex-boyfriend was from. So South Korea, have you been there recently? Because it's a a really great place to live and eat and hang out.
1: I haven't been there since I was... uh... 16. So what is that? That was, a while, you... that was a while back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to go back. But what's really interesting is my mom, when I told her I wanted to go to Korea, she's like, no, don't do that. You don't, There's nothing there for you. You don't want to go back. And I was shocked that she felt that. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think that a lot of it had to do with, you know, when she grew up in Korea, it was a very impoverished nation. And I think she still remembers a lot of that. In before when she left Korea to move to the United States with my dad, um, it was still, you know, a very impoverished country. Not like it is.
0: Today. Oh no, totally not. I mean, you still see that. The, of course, in any country, you see that disparity between the rich and the poor, and how, uh, you know, all these humongous corporations sort of are the monopolies in South Korea. But it's a very happening country especially with their fashion the designs and architecture it's quite a fascinating place to visit and you know living there for two years it's quite it's quite a, an amazing uh, I mean a little bit too much plastic surgery going on there you know what I'm saying but
1: yeah oh my well, what
0: god half, what did you get did you get any oh <laughs> <laughs> did you get I'm a not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not of that age yet but <laughs> I will but I've seen you know when you go shopping uh, there's a lot of these girls who have bandages all over their face and I would ask you know one well, of my friends like why do they have that I mean usually in the US people would stay in a hotel for two weeks or three weeks to hide away from people you know but for them in Korea it is a symbol of privilege a symbol right. of, of of wealth because I've had enough money to be able to do this surgery and for them it's sort of like a it's, it's 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 something that is a status symbol and i'm like wow because it is very common I, mean, I th- i've heard that <clears throat> girls have a uh, uh, a dowry, I guess, in some sense, where they have enough money, by the time they reach their uh, teen- late teenage years, they can actually go and have whatever they want. So it's kind of a, a different mentality. You know, They're very obsessed with beauty and health, and the guys especially, they put so much makeup and so much moisturizing, I mean, even my ex-boyfriend, oh my god, they would spend an hour just putting moisturizer in the morning and in the evening, and so do all the girls. You know? like, so they're very consumed with that, but outside of that, you know, the, the city is very vibrant. The people are really nice. I haven't really had any problems. And the food is actually quite amazing, Korean food.
1: Do you cook Korean food? I do, yeah. Uh, not that often because it requires a lot of preparation. Uh, but, yeah, I do occasionally um, for friends. And, um, you know, if there's a potluck, I might um, make a big pot of chop cha. Oh, yes. That's very good. Yes. chop is very good. Yes. ribs. Sometimes if I have friends over and I barbecue, then you know, we'll have uh, barbecued kalbi ribs. Ooh, delicious. Yes. Yeah, and I, and I like to make kimchi, too. I mean, it's easier to go buy it. I need to make some to keep up with my, you know, my heritage.
0: So I hear that you like to sing. And do you sing quite a bit in the
1: shower or elsewhere? I do sing a lot. In the shower and other places too, but I have to be careful because sometimes I don't want my neighbors to hear me. Oh, you're that loud! <laughs> I, you know, I can belt it out. I mean, there are time ton- there are some songs that you know you just have to sing them loud.
0: Like what? <laughs> right
1: now, but, s- sing us something. There's like Nessun Dorma in Turandot, the opera. Oh my god, opera! You, you sing, yeah, you sing opera? Well, you know if I. <laughs> I probably butcher the language, but <laughs> sometimes um, Well c- can can I hear a little bit of that
0: please? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yes, let's try. Oh my god. Let's try. I know the mic is not as good as we want to be, but Huh. Okay.
1: Well maybe I shouldn't sing one of my the operas because I only know snippets of it of the language because they're mostly in Italian. We only want snippets, darling. <laughs> we don't want a whole two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, two hours <laughs> oh, um, oh my god this is I have to like kind of prepare myself go ahead take your time how's that <laughs> that
0: was great I love the little provado at the end that's very nice. If you had a choice, would you ever be like, you want to be a singer as as a profession? Oh
1: my God, I would love to be an opera singer.
0: Oh, have you ever tried to, to go for the, uh you know, the shows on TV, The Voice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my nerves, my
1: nerves would totally wreck
0: me. What's your most embarrassing moment uh, in your life so far? Maybe there are too many, but just think of one. There are just so many. <laughs> One embarrassing moment that you can share with us.
1: Oh, um, yeah. Actually, I was uh, singing in a chorus, and um, I dropped my music in front of a performance. I didn't drop it. One of my um, uh, fellow chorus members bumped my notebook. Oh, blaming on him. Yes, go ahead. (laughs) They flew all over the stage. Oh my gosh. I was picking them all up. And you know, everybody was real the audience, there were probably about a couple hundred people in the audience, but nobody snickered or anything. At least not that I could tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was yeah, that was um and that was, uh actually the guest of honor was Margaret Cho. Oh my
0: gosh. In front but of her, I mean, you in front of her, you dropped all your sheets.
1: That's right, and but there was a part of me that thought, I bet she loved that.
0: She was laughing inside, <laughs> like everybody was. But wait, so you dropped the sheets, and you, and because you need the sheets to sing in the next song, so you actually went and picked every single sheet up. <laughs>
1: Just go down there and pick every one up and put them in my notebook during I mean, like- while while they are still performing. Well, everybody would know it was before, between songs.
0: Oh, okay, so it wasn't right during the, oh, it would have been really embarrassing if you were actually singing and he dropped it. <laughs> oh, that would. oh my God, I would have died on the spot. So, George, before we came, I asked you to prepare one or two questions that you would like to ask the listeners and that the listeners then will actually have to respond in their audio message to you. So, did you prepare those two questions, one or two questions? I did. Okay, why don't, why don't you ask them right now?
1: Okay, so the first question is, how would you describe your mother and how she influences your life in both good and bad ways? Oh, okay, as a mother question. Okay, good.
0: Okay, and then, and then your second question?
1: So my second question is, why or why not do you have hope for the future of the species of mankind on the
0: on this earth wow that's a very deep question (laughs) so listeners you after hearing these two questions you will have to answer them yourselves in your audio message so well george before we go there's a show that i love to watch and it's called inside the actor studio and are you familiar with that show no, I'm not. Okay, so basically, it's this uh, interviewer James Limpton who uh, interviews a lot of celebrities, and just talks about their life and their careers. And at the end, he always asks these ten questions, which I've always wanted to answer because you know wanted to be a guest. Well, of course, I'll never be a guest. But there are these ten questions, and they're, they're very quick. So I'm going to ask you, and just the top of your head, let me know. You know, just say, just respond to those questions, and, and that's it. What is your favorite word? Howdy. Howdy? (laughs) Did you say howdy? Yes, I said howdy. Okay. What is your your least favorite word?
1: Egregious.
0: Egregious. Okay. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, spiritually and or emotionally?
1: Probably good weather.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good weather, okay. (laughs) What turns you off? Rude people. What is your favorite curse word? Shit. What sound or noise do you love?
1: My dog breathing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What sound, (laughs) that's fine. What sound or noise do you hate? Oh, loud motorcycles. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? A writer. A writer, okay. What profession would you not like to do? A veterinarian. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Howdy, I, uh,
1: hello. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <and that's her. laughs> like, Hi, how you doing? Just,
0: you know, big Well, George, I am so thankful for you being part of this and and be part of that first sound. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. It's been a pleasure.
0: That was a super fun conversation with George. He has an infectious laughter and is passionate about his job and absolutely loves his dog. It's now your chance to go on a date with him. In most phones, there's a recording app like the Voice Memo in iPhone where you can record, re-record again and again until you have the right message. Introduce yourself to grab the attention of the bachelor and make sure you answer the questions that George asked during our interview. Once you're done recording, just share and email your audio message to hi at, at firstsound.com. It's that easy. We'd also like you to fill out a 20 simple profile questionnaire available to download at our website www.atfirstsound.com. Here you'll find more details on how to record and submit your message. I hope you've enjoyed meeting George, and don't forget to like us on Facebook, give us five stars on iTunes, and tell all your friends about us. And if you want to be a bachelor, contact us. Let's have some fun together, and let's all together meet the men of our dreams, right here. Thank you so much for listening. Ciao.